and thank you for tuning into the Business and Wealth Show with your host, Matt Catrum. Let's go. Hey, and thank you for joining this call. Now, let me say this, that as a business owner, you also know it's important to grow your wealth. You're not just working for the sake of working and get to the end of work and retire and have nothing left. But it's important to invest your money. And so to that end, we brought on Sean Tepper to share what he does, how he does it, and why it's important to invest as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Sean, welcome. Welcome to the Business Wealth Show. Mac, good to be here. Thanks for the invite. You're most welcome. Hey, let's get going. Let's kick off. Sean, tell us a little bit about your, tell us about what you do right now. What is it you do as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I could share with you what I do and then kind of how it led up to that, which is a fun entrepreneurial journey with some challenges along the way. (laughs) But um, my main business today is Ticker. It's spelled T-Y-K-R, just uh, ticker.com. And what we do is we're a stock screener and educational platform all in one. So what does that mean? What we do is we help people invest in the stock market. About 80% of our audience are complete beginners. So if you're new to investing, like rest assured, we solve that problem. But essentially, to give you an example, we help you understand like, hey, is Tesla a good stock? Is Apple a good stock? Is Microsoft a good stock? And the list goes on. We've got about 30,000 stocks in the platform. But you know immediately like, hey, is this a strong stock that's not risky and I'm not going to lose my money? Um, right. It's going to help you understand that. And then at the same time, it also teaches you how to invest along the way. So like, how do I get started? Mm. How do I increase my confidence? When do I buy? When do I sell it? It guides you the whole way through. And we kind of look at it this way. There are multiple brokers in the world, like you're based in London. So some of the big players in Europe from a broker standpoint, where you connect your bank account and you buy and sell stocks would be like eToro or DeGiro, wow. hmm. or Interactive Brokers. Here in the States, we have, like I use TD Ameritrade, there's also Robinhood, there's E-Trade, Fidelity. But we look at it this way, your broker is like the car, and then ticker is the gas. Or if you drive electric, it's, it's the electric. So you need ticker to really power your investment journey. Otherwise, you're kind of running blind, or you're dead in the water, <laughs> essentially. So, so ticker... What came, how did you um, create that? Why did you create that? What was yeah. behind that? Yeah, so here's the backstory. I'll take like two minutes here. Okay. Um, but I've got about 20 years business experience. I, I built my first company in the 2000s. It was a, a service-based business. It was an agency. So we built a lot of software and websites for small and mid-sized businesses. And, and it was really 2006 to 2010 is when I was building this and I made like no money. It was during the recession where advertising and marketing budgets were being cut. So you're doing a lot of projects for very little margin. (laughs) It's great buy. Um, but got to work with a lot of different com- companies, which gave me a better understanding of what other business opportunities are out there. So in 2010, we did grow a little bit and we went through a merger, a larger agency approached us and said, hey, would you be interested in merging with us? And I was like, yes, please. I need, <laughs> I need a fresh start. And I knew at that point the business I wanted to create, which was SaaS, software as a service. So I was looking at companies like MailChimp, Right. Uh, Salesforce, even uh, Netflix. And I'm like, I want I want that model. That's such right. a cool model. But I didn't have any good ideas at the time. Mm-hmm. So I decided, let's go get some experience working for a public company. So I got into corporate.
corporate contracting. Essentially, I was a project manager and I worked for some larger companies like GE and Kohler and both are great companies and they make great products. But I planned on doing that two years that turned into 12 years. Sometimes oh, wow. things take, yeah, sometimes <laughs> things take a little longer than expected. But in parallel to that is when I got into investing. So it was around 2010 or 11. And I started with a harder route of investing, which is angel investing, which is investing in private companies. Yeah. And I thought I'm I'm a smart guy. I can you know I built built and went through a merger with a service business. I can do the same thing with a tech business. And the answer to that was uh, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I learned a lot through that experience. But I, I did that for about five years, and I had kind of break even returns. I, I was not beating the markets. And, and I'm like, I could be swinging for the fences on tech startups the next 30 years. This is mm. this is a waste of time. So I decided, let's switch from the private market to the public market, the stock market. And I knew that like guys like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger were able to consistently beat the market. The question is, how are they doing that? Because these are not gambling men. They're not using feelings or emotions, which means right. they're starting with some sort of logic. The question is, what is that logic? So I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, read as many books as I could, and, and started to figure out some of the math these people are starting with. Um, thanks to a guy by the name of Phil Town, he does provide some of the math in uh, his books, put them into an Excel sheet, and I started refining this. And the, the idea is, as a retail investor, you and I should be able to beat the market on our own. The reason is we're not managing 30 or 40 or 50 or even 100 different people's portfolios. Right. Um, and financial advisors and wealth managers are good, but their job, keep in mind, is not to build your wealth. It's to protect it. So that's why they typically put you into ETFs, index funds, and mutual funds, which are very similar. It's just a bundle of stocks and bonds yeah. that are meant to match the market. So anyway, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, even Phil Town are talking about making returns between 15 and 50% per year. So I'm like, game on, let's give this a shot. So I, I put my own money to work. I didn't want anybody testing this with their money. I'm like, I'm going to see if this works. And for four years, this was 2016 to 2019, I was making returns between 15 and 50%. In oh, fact, wow. closer to that 50% per year. Congratulations, yeah. Thank you. And, and there was a lot of iterations to the tool, but to give you context, I needed to make us this tool make decisions for me. Like a, think of it like a, a green light, red light situation. There's so many different, you know, ratings and, and, um, levers out there like people are talking about on Twitter or Reddit or YouTube like hey this stock is good and this stock is it's like you have no idea what's good and bad so mm -hmm. I wanted to cut through the clutter to know definitively is a stock good or bad and that's essentially what the tool does we could dive a layer deeper oh, if you wanted to look behind yeah and I get it yeah. thank you for that so before we go dive into into that deeper a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs, yep. um, and and it's and it's important for them to also create wealth. So, why is investing for small business owners so important as well? Do you think? Yeah. So I I've seen this most of my life because I have worked with a lot of small and even mid-sized business owners that they put all their money into one basket, their own business, and. And unfortunately, I've talked to a lot of, in fact, I've, I've got an accountant that's in my family. He tried, he went all in on a company, fortunately did diversify it, you know, going into mutual funds as well. But 
selling his business, he could only sell it for one X EBITDA or which would be pretty close to revenue. And if you work 30 years building your business and then you go to sell it for one times, let's say revenue, nice round number of, let's say his company has six or seven employees that generate a million a year. The most you can get for it is a million. It's kind of like a punch in the face. Like that's, I worked 30 years. It's worth 10 times that. Well, unfortunately, businesses don't usually sell for as much as you'd like, especially a service business. So that's why I recommend to small business owners. You definitely want to, you want compound interest working for you. So in parallel to building your business, you should be investing in some individual stocks. And if you want to create a little diversification, go into some index funds and ETFs. Okay, excellent. So it's important to invest, um, have some passive income, create some kind of other revenue stream as well. What were some of the biggest mistakes on the entrepreneurial front, first of all? You know, when you started as, an, as a business owner, what were some of the biggest mistakes you made that we can yeah. learn as well? Yeah, so uh, we could be here all day. Do you know the reason why I asked that question? Because some people think it's always easy. They look at other people, they look at Instagram, think, oh, wow, look at them. That's, but it's, it, 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 is not e it is not easy. Business is simple, but there's work to be done. And as a business coach, as a wealth coach, and I'm working with my clients and I'm telling them, stay on your lane, stay in your lane. Don't keep watching there. Yep. There are going to be errors you're going to make. There are mistakes you're going to make, but you've got to pick yourself up and go. What were some of the lessons for you? Yeah, so I leading up to Ticker being a, a it's a tech company, a tech startup. I had multiple failures leading up to it. For example, 2013, I I started a business with a friend of mine that really solves the Groupon problem. I don't know was Groupon popular in yeah. the UK. Okay, the issue was it, it you would take 50 percent of the revenue from a small business owner if you're running a deal. Um, and it was essentially a loss leader for a lot of businesses, meaning they would they would lose money in the Groupon deal, but hope the people would come back. They would return. So came up with the idea, what if it was Groupon, but customers keep or the businesses keep 100% of the revenue? The catch is they pay a monthly subscription of like 100 bucks, starting at 100 bucks. So started selling this thing hand over fist before it went live. The problem is when I went live, we didn't have enough consumers on the business to generate revenue, you know, to sell deals. And that was, it's called a marketplace. When you have two audiences on the same platform, think like um, Airbnb is a good example, right? Yeah. So you got buyer and sellers, eBay is another example. And I learned a big lesson there, like a marketplace is actually really hard to do. You got to make sure you're solving the problem for the businesses. So yeah, I, I went all in on that and lost a lot of time and money, <laughs> but I learned that, you know, going forward, you want really strong market validation, meaning talk to customers and really understand the edge cases. Like what are the issues that could go wrong for them and get ahead of it, solve that problem. The only way to do that is you got to talk to more people. So in my case, I, I like launching Ticker. I talked to a lot of people before I even went live. I want to know like, what are your pain points? What are you looking for? What problems do you face? You know? Wow. Well, thank you for that. It, it, it's it's good to hear. So what makes Ticker, after all your research and all, all, all the trial and error, what makes Ticker different from some of your competing competitors? Rather? Yeah. 
So really three big things. Number one is we are open source. We're the only platform that's open source. What we mean by that is you can go to ticker.com, which is our front facing site. It's, there's a blog and there's content, but we've got a calculations page and it actually shows you exactly the calculations that are used to calculate the rating of a stock. We have a scoring system. I'll keep it really simple here between zero and a hundred, the higher the score, the safer the investment. And essentially what we look at, it's numbers that you're probably looking at in your business or your listeners are looking at as well, which would be year over year growth on revenue, net income, uh, free cash flow, debts or debts decreasing, are your assets increasing? Like we look at a lot of different data points that make a lot of sense from a business perspective and it's highly rigorous. There are I'll give context here. So there's a lot of people on Wall Street, even Reddit and Twitter. They'll look at like two numbers, like P to E ratio and market cap, and then make a decision to buy or sell. It's like, you're you're wow. really missing the mark. You need a lot more rigor. So we are highly rigorous and you can see the calculations. Difference too, as you can see my portfolio. If you want to know what I invest in, just join the tool and there's a link right there. Like it shows you, here's my portfolio. Here are the stocks I invest in and why. Um, and then three, this is this is a big one. We, whenever I talk about ticker, I always tell people, don't take my word for it. Don't even listen to me. Like, just go to Trustpilot, see what our customers have to say. And we're proud to say we've got a 4.9 out of 5. We're the highest in the okay. industry. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Fantastic. Look, listen, Sean, for those people listening in, thinking, oh, no, I'm a consultant. I'm an engineer. I'm, an, I'm a lawyer. I'm an accountant. He's talking about stocks and ETFs. And what has it got? Mm -hmm. What has got that got to do with me? What has that got to do with the listener right now that in a year's time, two years time, 10 years time, 20 years time, when they recall, Sean spoke about that. I did nothing with that. <laughs> yeah. And the stock market has moved this way. Why is that important to them? Although that's not their full time. Yeah. So the, the, this is one that's going to probably shock a lot of people, but I've got a lot of case studies with people investing in the market. And my favorite is a guy by the name of Ronald Reed. You can Google this guy. He's got an article up on CNBC and I think Yahoo as well. But this is a janitor who built up a portfolio of $8 million. The question is, how does somebody who's making close to minimum wage become a multimillionaire? The mm. answer find a few strong stocks. They're typically boring stocks, but financially strong stocks and keep investing every month. Don't skip a month. You got to treat it like your your like it's your mortgage or your rent or your cell phone or your utility bill you're paying every month into your broker, but you do that month over month, year over year after like 5 10 years. You got a sizable portfolio. Go 15 years out, go 20 years out like you're going to realize you have a lot more money than you expect it. So you can work your butt off in your own service business. Tell you what, if you have discipline to keep investing every month, your money is going to work a lot harder for you and built up a lot faster. I mean, Ronald Reed, again, janitor, $8 million, like anybody can do it. Wow. And that's a, that's a great example as to even if you're a coach or a consultant right now, why you should dedicate some time, a little bit of time, maybe use your software to mm -hmm. also grow your wealth. Now, how much time would someone need in order to do what Ronald Reed, was it Reed? Ronald Reed, yeah. How much time would someone need to be able to look back and think, wow, over the last 10, 15 years, I've grown this um, to this level? 
Uh, so I am somebody who's big on work-life balance. I have a lot of hobbies. Like I'm an, I'll, I'll give you the answer here in a second, but this gives context on me. <laughs> so I'm, I live in Wisconsin. I enjoy the outdoors. I do a lot of kayaking, mountain biking, um, hiking. I even play golf. I'm not going pro anytime soon, but I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy the game. But the point is, I don't like sitting in front of a computer for hours a day. Now, if you do, if you stock invest manually, you could be doing research hours per day. Fortunately, with our tool, I really use it between 15 and 30 minutes per week. And so I know what stocks to look for, but I let ticker. Hold on, hold on. You, yeah, you, yeah. You say 15 to 20 minutes a week. Per week, correct. Per week. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that everyone heard that. In case they're thinking, I can't do this, 15 to 20 minutes a week. Go ahead. Yeah. So the point is, like, I designed the software and I give a lot of credit to my engineering team for executing the delivery, but there's features in it that do the work for you as a software should. It should be working for you. Mm. So, for example, if you add any stocks to the watch list in Ticker, if anything changes, such as that score I mentioned earlier, you get notified. So let's say a score significantly drops overnight you know, like, uh oh, something's going south in the business. It's time to sell, get out and go into something else. So you don't have to be researching, just let Ticker do the heavy lifting. So I, that's actually my favorite feature in the tool. Wow, wow, wow. Can you tell us a little bit about the magic of compounding? Yeah. And why that's important in, in business as well as investing? You know, um, from taking using you know the, the the using leverage and and um, knowing that if you continue doing something consistently, where it can be mm -hmm. short in a few short years. Yes. So here here's one for you. There are about three thousand billionaires in the world, and the question is, what are they composed of? Um, and if looking into it, there are about a 50-50 split between entrepreneurs and investors. Right. And the reason is they can get to those big numbers is because of compound interest. You know, Einstein said that it's like the eighth wonder of the world. You know, you want it, to, it's good to work for money and provide value to others, but you want to flip that equation mm. and get money working for you. And there is no, it is literally the lowest barrier to entry. All you need is an internet connection or Wi-Fi and then a broker. And you're off and running. You can start investing in the market. It's like real estate's cool. I, I talked to a lot of real estate people, and I'm sure you do too. But it it it's work. I mean, it's going to be three, six, twelve months to like identify a property and go through the legal work. And it's it it's a lot of work. Investing in stocks is a lot easier to do, a lot lower barrier. But if you can get money working from you, something special happens after like five years if you're consistent and then after 10 years you're you're going to be blown away about the the size of your portfolio it's that's the key though going back to ronald reed consistency investing every month you call it a dollar cost averaging dollar cost averaging yeah you're absolutely right i i invest heavily in real estate property have done for over two sure. decades now and um it is hard work it is work <laughs> identifying you know doing all the research as well as you know all the calculations right deal and then we build apartments we build houses that kind of stuff and i have friends who do stocks and and they seem to have a lot more time in their hands like you go <laughs> mountain biking go swimming they're on the beach and and they're spending an hour a, a day or whatever yeah. so 
So um, hence the reason why my team said, look, let's get short on there. Let's get people another look at something else that will help them to, uh, to create their wealth and grow their wealth. Now, using ticker will save them time to identify the right stocks and then yep. the right thing to invest in. How much money would one need in order to start, you know, into a brokerage and um, start investing? Yeah, this will probably give you and your audience a peace of mind. So when people join us, and this is the great majority is they're not focused on like building wealth or getting rich or financial freedom. Like those things are all nice, but the number one most important word, and we did a lot of testing with our audience to understand what resonates with the most. And that word is confidence. So I like to use this metaphor. I don't know if you remember that moment, but when you were a little kid and you're jumping into the deep end of a swimming pool, it's like absolutely terrifying. But wow. after you did it once, you realize, hey, this is not so bad. I can do it again. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with stock investing. It's going to be so terrifying. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to buy my first share of a stock. Am I going to lose all my money? But after you do it once, you realize this is not too bad. So the objective is start with between a hundred and a thousand dollars and just buy one stock or maybe a few and go a month and then buy a few more and then go another month and kind of roll that up a little bit. And then you're going to realize after a few months, like, why didn't I start doing this like five, 10 years ago? It's it. Yeah, it's pretty easy. But again, confidence is key. That's the main objective up front. Thank you. What is the key to success in investing? And I've heard people who invest talk about different uh, um, different aspects. Some say the mindset. Some say, say like you said, confidence. Some say um, mm -hmm. knowing your numbers. Some, you know, there's different angles. What is the key to successful stock investing? Sure. Well, fortunately, with ticker, you don't have to do any math. You don't have to know calculus or anything. So that's off the table. <laughs> You're good there. Um, it's really mindset is key and it, it's not like overcoming a massive mountain like i gotta get my mindset completely retrained it's like it's something small and here's here's something from warren buffett that has helped me and we teach with our audience which is rule one investing which goes as follows rule one don't lose money rule two don't forget rule one that means is you want to first find strong stocks and then you want to hold them. You want to keep buying more, but make sure you do not sell for a loss because the market, like it did in 2022, part of the 23, we mm -hmm. went through a recession. What happens is the market falls and people freak out and then they sell for a loss and they do that over and over. So you don't want to train a bad habit. You always want to be in that mindset of rule one investing. If it goes down, guess what? You don't sell. You wait. You let the market lift it back up, which it usually will, and then you sell for profit. That's when you rinse and repeat. So in my case, I refuse to lose money. I actually made that decision. I refuse to lose money in the stock market. I buy good businesses and they go down. I don't care because guess what? They're most likely going back up again. Right, right. Now, how does how does one control their emotions around that? Like they put some money and it's really doing well and or it goes down. And how, how do you really control those emotions so you don't keep making those massive mistakes? This this is something we talk about in our onboarding. Like when you join Ticker, you get a new email tip every day where okay. you can read them all at once um, in our blog. But one is the difference between investing and trading. Trading is when you're entering and exiting the market. It could be the same day, which is day trading, or it could be swing trading, which is like 
you know, buying a stock today and then selling it two days or four days or a week from now or whatever. We do not trade. We do not recommend it. Um, we do get traders that use our tool, but 99% of traders lose money because they're trying to time the market, enter and exit. You and I and your listeners, we don't have to worry about that because we're investors. We're thinking long-term. So we want to buy a stock and then you keep buying it month over month until something severely goes wrong with it. Like the financials are going south. Maybe the CEO says something stupid on Twitter at the same time. Mm. You know, that's maybe a moment you get out, but it's like, in my case, I don't stress about it. I don't think about it. It's like, and I don't check my portfolio every day, every week, every month. Literally, I don't. I just, I know I'm buying good businesses. I'm thinking ahead over the long term. And if you can be in that mindset, you're going to be in very good spot. But if you are one of those people that are checking every day and thinking about buying and selling every day, like then you're training bad behavior and you, you don't want to do that. Fantastic. Great, great, great answer. You're listening to the Business and Wealth Show with Sean Tepper and the business coach, Mac Atram. Now, I would like you to do us a big favor. Now, if you are enjoying these shows and the content, please, as you know, the algorithm loves engagement. So like, share, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Make comments as well so we know what you got out of this. The algorithm loves that. And if we gain popularity, we bring you more awesome, awesome experts just like Sean here. Sean, thank you again for being here. Now, and I'm going to come to you in a moment to give us um, your last words, anything I haven't asked you that you can add into this. And before you do that, one of the questions I have in my head is there, there are people who want to invest. They know they need to invest, but they are risk averse. I know mm -hmm. about this. I may lose my money. I invested before and I did. And often they don't know what they're doing. They haven't got the education. And clearly, what have you got to say about that? Well, in that case, you're probably, you know, making decisions based on what the media says or what your next door neighbor says or what somebody on YouTube says. But I always say this, if somebody recommends a stock and tells you what to do, the last thing you should do is listen to them. The first thing you <laughs> should do is ask why. Right. Understand the why. Well, that's the key to ticker. It really helps you understand in simple terms, why is XYZ stock good? And that really elevates your confidence. Um, but of course, you know, we're we're pretty low touch, low pressure. So if we're never going to force anybody and oversell it. Like, give us a test drive. We get a 14 day free trial. And then it's, you know, pretty for it's like 99 a year US dollars thereafter. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah, get it. Test. We always say test drive the car before you take it off the lot. Yeah. And if it's for you, great. If not, no worries. But uh yeah, if you want, if you're that person that's highly risk averse, and we have a lot of customers there, you're going to find those strong stocks, high score, really high score stock. We even have a tool in the platform. I'll keep this really short, but it's powered by OpenAI. Okay. It really levels up your confidence to understand more than just the numbers in the business. It all looks at is it also looks at the business model, number of revenue streams, how does it compare to other companies in the same sector and industry, and then the track record of the management. It kind of puts everything together and. And so if you're really not sure, you can go through this 4M tool, we call it, and give you that little boost of confidence to the, yeah, like that's a good stock or maybe, you know, I want to avoid that. So There you go. Thank you very much for that, Sean. Sean, for those who want to reach out to you or learn more about Ticker, what's the best thing, what's the best place to go? 
Uh, just go to ticker, tykr.com. And when you join, you're going to see a series of emails. You can always respond to an email, of course, if you have questions. But yeah, we're here to help you on your investment journey. Ticker, tykr.com. You heard it here. Sean, I want to say thank you for jumping on to the Business Wealth Show. Thank you for sharing, sharing with us so many gold nuggets and also a perspective on something that may be at the back of our minds, but we are not taking action on. Now we can look at it even further. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Sean.